if you're trying to do it all alone, you may get a ways and you may be able to get there fast. But if you want to get somewhere a long way and at last, build relationships, build up equity partners, do things together. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Hello, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Ash Patel and I'm with today's guest, Cowboy Joe Marquez. Joe is joining us from Gulf Shores, Alabama. He has invested in numerous development projects across the U.S., ranging from resorts, commercial buildings, multifamily, and full subdivisions. Joe is currently involved in unique projects in the Caribbean, ranging from $1.2 million to $100 million. Joe, thank you for joining us, and how are you today? I'm doing well, Ash. Thank you for inviting me on the show. Looking forward to it and hoping to add some value to your listeners as we go through. Joe, it's our pleasure, but I have to ask you, why do they call you Cowboy Joe? You know, Ash, people have been calling me that for 20 years, and I'm still trying to figure out. <laughs> I don't know if it's the hat and the boots or what, but in all seriousness, I was raised on a ranch. I pretty much have been a cowboy most of my life. I think the first five years of my life, I wasn't. And a lot of the wisdom I have comes from my grandfather, who was a true, almost like off-TV Western cowboy. He built multiple ranches, and a lot of my wisdom comes from that. So when I started branding, Cowboy Joe was what stuck. People said I was already that. Wasn't no sense trying to brand something that I wasn't. Brand what I was. So that's what I did. Best ever listeners, if you see a picture of Cowboy Joe, he looks the part. Joe, before we get started, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? My background is I was a big government contractor, did a ton of different government projects, but I've always loved working with dirt. My granddaddy was constantly improving pastures, improving timber, things like that. So I had a love for working with dirt at a young age and just basically came back to it. As far as my real estate experience, I've been involved in real estate investing for right at 35 years now. I started with the traditional fix and flip. My original mentor was Charles J. Givens. That's a name not too many people know because that's way back. But he had the whole subject to how to do owner financing and the fix and flip. So I started doing fix and flip, but just truly enjoyed the bigger projects and doing from the government contracting side. Enjoyed the bigger project, so just naturally gravitated back to land development. And I've done some absolutely amazing projects over the years. government contracts, is it for ground-up development? Well, the government contracts I did were more for, was in Saudi Arabia at the oil fires. I did a lot of environmental remediation. I did also emergency watershed protection, which is basically going in after storms and making waterways whole again. Like, for example, when New Orleans had Katrina and levees broke, emergency watershed protection is fixing those levees, clearing out waterways. I did a very interesting project with the Coast Guard and FEMA combined, getting all of the vessels and everything that ended up in the waterways in five parishes surrounding New Orleans after the storm, literally removing those vessels. One was a barge with paraquat drums sunk in it. And Paraquat is a pretty nasty agent that 
isn't used anymore. I love challenges. I love solving problems. And basically, when I got out of government contracting and went back into development, that's what I love to do is see how can I solve problems. It's also why I love consulting and coaching people in land development and mindset, high performance thinking as well, is because our biggest problems are caused by that real estate right there. A six inches of space between your ears, that real estate there is the most important real estate you'll ever develop. And that's why I work a lot with mindset and high performance thinking with my students. Joe, what kind of development did you start out with after your government contracts? The very first development that I did after government contracts was a 472 house subdivision turnkey. That's from knocking the trees down to turning over the keys. And I learned a very valuable lesson on that. So the reason I focus on building relationships and knowing the people that I'm involved with and not just chasing money, because that project, a lot of people would say it broke me, but it actually made me. It's what gave me the knowledge and the drive to teach others to dodge some of the mistakes I've made. I was in that project strictly for the money. And long story short, there were people that didn't have the best of intentions that cost me a little over $41 million on that one project alone, which was a cascade effect that bankrupted me. It didn't bankrupt me, but it broke me because I didn't file bankruptcy. I paid every bill. It just took a while. Went from being worth, depending on whose numbers you use, between $77 million and $98 million to worth about negative 450000 overnight and have started building back from there. But that project was valuable because I learned a ton of lessons and learned how to use capital structures, which are critical. It's also what tested my mindset because I thought I had a good mindset. But if you get hit hard enough, then that's where you find out what your true mindset is. As old cowboy saying, you only know how good a watermelon or a man is until they've been thumped. Well, I got thumped and I learned a whole lot about myself in the course of rebuilding back. Yeah, Joe, what was it that went wrong on that deal? People got greedy. We worked a deal that it was basically third partnerships. And the other two thought that they could do my part because they were the money people. I wasn't involved in it money-wise, but I was furnishing all the equipment, all the labor, and actually building out the project. They figured that they could approach my material suppliers, my subcontractors, and basically cut my percentage out of it, which it didn't work out real well for them. But that's neither here nor there because it really didn't work out well for me at that particular point in time because it cost me literally everything I had. But then again, the universe is always in balance. What I thought was the worst thing that ever happened to me was the best thing that ever happened to me because I had relationships that were pretty much in it for what I could do for them. I was in a very bad marital relationship that basically I was staying around for the kids. And once I went broke, all of that went away. And now I've got in a circle of friends that truly inspire me that I'm just grateful every morning I wake up that I get to hang out with the people I hang out with. I've got an awesome wife that I scare the hell out of her because I'm an entrepreneur. I make the joke, the entrepreneur mindset and employee mindset. 
Well, she was way worse. She was high level government employee mindset. So that's a whole nother level. So two different brain wirings entirely, but she loves me. She supports me. And on the flip side of that, if I get too far off my rockers, she will challenge me as well. So she's perfect balance for me. We'll get back to the show in just two minutes, but first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. I'd like to introduce you to my good friends over at PassiveInvesting.com, a private equity real estate firm based out of the Carolinas. PassiveInvesting.com makes it easy for you to start investing in real estate. They focus on acquiring institutional quality apartments and self-storage facilities with private accredited investor funds. They also have a real estate debt fund that offers hard money loans to local fix and flippers across the U.S., which currently has a 0% default rate. With a portfolio of over $700 million in assets and controlling over $250 million in equity, they know how to secure the best deals and how to avoid the red flags. If you are interested in learning more, please reach out directly to PassiveInvesting.com and request the free Passive investor guide that outlines the seven red flags for passive apartment and self-storage investing. Visit PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags to download that PDF now. That's PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags. Mark your calendars for the best ever conference February 24th through 26th back in person at the Gaylord Rockies Convention Center. Join the experienced community and phenomenal speakers for a weekend of learning the best commercial real estate strategies building relationships, and quite frankly, having a lot of fun. As a bonus, once you purchase your ticket, you are put into a mini mastermind group to start making connections with other commercial real estate investors immediately. Get the lowest prices right now at besteverconference.com. That's besteverconference.com. Joe, what were some of the hard lessons that you still carry with you today? What are some of those learning lessons from that deal? The biggest lessons from that deal where number one, the value of relationships and knowing who you're in business with. Number two is capital structures. There's a ton of, I'll call them gurus for lack of a better word, out there that are teaching people that you've got to deploy every cent. If your money's not working, it's dead money, you're not doing anything. But one of my mentors, George Anton, has taught me the value of capital structures and the value of reserves and what opportunity cost is. The biggest reason I went broke is because I was over leveraged. I had credit lines. I had over half a million dollars worth of credit lines available, able to use. However, when the bubble, this is also along the same time when the bubble burst and banks just closed credit lines. Credit lines are not reserves because a bank can close it for any reason at any time. So here I was saying I had a half a million dollars to work with and didn't. Factoring in debt and equity partners and reserves relationships are the key to life. If you're building relationships, you can pretty much accomplish anything you want to. If you're trying to do it all alone, you may get a ways and you may be able to get there fast. But if you want to get somewhere a long way and at last, build relationships, build up equity partners, do things together and don't try to be a tower to yourself. Joe, you've mentioned capital structures a few times. What does that mean? All right, capital structure is how you structure the underlying capital around any asset. You have debt, you have equity, and you have reserves. And to tell you the value of it, you could take two investors, each one of them buy a 100-unit apartment complex right next to each other, side by side. Exact same area, exact same resources, but one of them finance it with too much debt, and the other one have it balanced properly between equity 
debt and reserves. When you do have something like what happened in 2008, the one that has too much debt will lose it. Not only will the other investor be in good shape and keep as a building, he'll probably be in a position to buy that one building that the other investor lost. If you structure your capital properly, you can pretty much survive anything. And as we know, real estate over long-term is going to do well. So short-term dips, if you're over leveraged and have all your capital deployed or where you don't have reserves to handle those downturns is when you lose everything. Kind of like people talk about they lost money on a stock. Well, if they bought it high and sold it low, then yeah, they lost money on it. But Amazon's classic example. Amazon had some 90% drops during the course of this climb. People have lost money on Amazon only because they bought it at one point and sold it at a lower point. If they'd have held on to it long-term, they'd have made money. Same thing with real estate. That capital structure is critical on being able to, number one, grow your wealth. Number two, preserve your wealth. And that's another thing most investors don't focus on. They focus on returns. Your first thing you focus on is protection of your investment. Your return of investment versus your return on investment. You want to make sure that you're having the best odds possible of getting your money back first. Then next you focus on what is my return on that investment? How much money is that money going to make me? Kind of like Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett says, rule number one, never lose money. Yeah. Joe, after this apocalypse, how did you rebuild? Well, to be quite honest with you, you had about a year and a half there that I was in a tailspin. And that's why I said about getting thumped and testing my mindset. I was actually homeless and I probably wasn't homeless. I like to say that was my couch surfing years because I did have a few true friends and basically I'd stay on one's couch for a while, then go to another couch for a while. After about a year and a half, I said, all right, enough feeling sorry for yourself. You built all this once you can build it again. Started out and was doing the exact same thing. That I did the first time become a multimillionaire. And it was like I was beating my head against the wall or hitting a glass ceiling. And that's when I met another mentor of mine, Dr. Trevetti. That's where I truly learned the importance of mindset. But more important about mindset is people call it mindset, but it's one thing to intellectualize it up here, but none of that counts until you get it in here. Until you believe it in your heart, none of that up here helps you. And I didn't believe it in my heart until doing Dr. Trepetti's processes. The minute that I started believing it in my heart, I went from a net worth of negative 50,000 to a net worth over a million dollars in just a little over a year and three months. What was it that you did to earn that net worth? Doing the same thing I was already doing. It's just things started working for me because I believed that I was worth it. And I didn't look at everything as being in the way. I looked at it as on the way and knowing that everything works for you. Nothing happens to you. Happening to you, that's a victim mindset. And I can look back over the worst periods of my life at the time I was going through it. Yeah, I thought that's the worst thing that ever happened to me, things like that. But when you look back over it and see what all you learned from it, what it helped you to achieve, it's the best thing that ever happened for me. What were some examples of asset purchases or partnerships? Because you didn't have any money at this time. No, I had no money. 
I partnered with actually a friend of mine from high school that was a GC and a builder. And then we use equity partners and we still use equity partners. We've got money now and could do a lot of these projects that we do without bringing on equity partners. But if you hold on to that money as reserves and you keep that money, you can do multiple projects versus being tied up in one and you're locked down. If it gets bogged down, then you're stuck. You can't grow. If, whereas if you use actually partner, you still have money tied out there to where you can invest in other projects. You can have multiple projects going at once. And that's what's called opportunity cost. That was something I had no clue about until George Anton is that money sitting in a checking account is not dead money. When that's on your balance sheet and when that's on your personal financial statement, you can qualify for multiple projects. Let's just use $100,000. If you put $100,000 in a million-dollar project, then, yeah, you can get that project done. But if it drags out six to nine months and you could have done three other projects in that time frame with that 100000 sitting in the bank account, then your opportunity cost was the profit on $3 million worth of additional projects versus that one profit on the million dollars. And I'd much rather create a pie factory that I'm only getting 50 to 60% of each pie versus owning 100% of one pie. And it's basically using the velocity of money and multiple projects and keeping the money working in multiple areas is the reason we were able to build up that fast. On your bio, I see a resort. What did you do with that? Well, we have built out several waterfront properties in Gulf Shores, Alabama. I also consulted on the Silver Sun Gallery in the Dominican Republic, which is a big, huge, I don't know who's got the flag on it now, but it's a resort, hotel, and casino with retail space. I've consulted on projects in St. Lucia, as well as Tulum. And one of my clients currently is in Puerto Rico that we're consulting on some stuff with. We'll get back to the show in just two minutes, but first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. Let me ask you a question. Do you want to start your own syndication business, or maybe you've tried, but you've been unable to get your first apartment deal? Well, it's hard. I know firsthand getting started in syndication is not easy. So have you considered working with a mentor? Imagine working one-on-one with a full-time syndicator who can help you do your first apartment building deal faster, help you avoid big mistakes, and scale your portfolio. If you feel like I'm speaking to you right now, then I want you to check out the mentoring program from my friend Michael Blanc, who specializes in helping people get started with apartment buildings. I've known Michael for many years now, and he genuinely wants to help people become financially free. He developed a proven system and has helped hundreds of people do their first apartment building deal. I know he can help you as well. To find out more, text the word Joe, J-O-E, to 66866. I know Michael's going to take care of you. Go ahead and text the word Joe, J-O-E, to 66866. Do it right now while it's fresh on your mind, and let's get you started with your own apartment syndication business. 
Deals and money. We are constantly seeking deals and money as real estate investors, and I bet you're having a challenge right now, especially with deals, if you're like most real estate investors, because it's tough to find deals right now. But here's the thing. There's a competitive advantage out there that when implemented, it will help you accomplish your objective of getting more deals and or getting more investors. And that is having a great follow-up system. Having a great follow-up is one of the keys to success real estate and follow-up boss is the leading CRM for real estate. This is the system you need in place so you can reach out to owners and brokers directly for deals or you can follow up with your investors and you do it all in one spot. The CRM makes it 10 times faster to call and text owners then integrates those into a software so nothing slips through the cracks. The follow-up boss conversion system and powerful management tools help align your methods and drive growth that otherwise it could have been missed and probably would have been missed. Go to followupboss.com forward slash best ever to get a system in place. And if you need help, they got you covered. Follow Up Boss offers experts seven days a week. You can pick up the phone and speak to an actual human being anytime during business hours. Visit followupboss.com forward slash best ever to check out how much time you could save by streamlining your follow-up process. Best ever listeners, they're treating you extra special. You get an extended 30-day free trial twice the length of the normal trial for a limited time, go to followupboss.com forward slash best ever and perfect your follow-up. What are you today? Are you primarily a consultant, a developer, an investor? Primarily, I am a coaching consultant and investor. I still do hands-on development, but I've stepped away from the actual doing part. I work more on the business than in the business. I help qualify the properties and I help get them approved entitlements. But as far as hands-on development, I've stepped back from that. I've got one project. I've still got some hands-on development that I'm involved in. But once that one's done, it's pretty much on the other side of it. What have you learned in all of your years of coaching and consulting? What's the biggest hindrance to people moving forward? You're going to say mindset, but what is it about the mindset? That keeps uh, people from moving forward. The biggest thing is self-worth. People don't think they're worthy of having that kind of money. And people will argue when I make this statement, but you can do empirical data and pull it up. Your net worth will equal your self-worth. If your self-worth is down, your net worth will go down. Now, can somebody temporarily make a lot of money? Yes. But if their self-worth is not up there, they won't keep it. They'll give it away to things that they feel guilty toward. They feel guilty toward the children and wife because they've taken too much time business-wise. They'll spend money that they really don't have to cure their guilt toward them. It's something that until you truly value yourself, it's hard to have long-term wealth. And wealth is a whole nother thing. Wealth's not money. Wealth is all seven areas of your life where you live an inspired life. If you're chasing money, you're not going to have a wealthy life because you're going to destroy other areas of your life chasing money. And one thing my granddaddy said that it took me years to catch on to, he said, money's a lot like cats. Have you ever chased a cat? They're kind of hard to catch. Whereas if you start doing something that the cat's interested in, it won't leave you alone. It'll get in your way. Money's a lot like that. If you're chasing money, it's hard to catch. But if you start providing service to the universe, 
start doing what you enjoy, what's in your values, and you're providing service to the universe, the money's the easy part. Joe, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? Well, that's going to be two parts. First, don't do real estate investing if that's what somebody told you to do because it's the way to make money. Do real estate investing because that's what you want to do. You enjoy doing it. Some people won't enjoy land development. Some people enjoy fixing and flipping. If that's what you enjoy, do it. If you enjoy wholesaling, you like the art of the deal and getting things under contract and then somebody else that wants to do the work, do that. If you like land development, do that. But figure out what it is you truly enjoy and become the best that you can at it. And then the second part is take action. You can read, you can study, you can take 9 million courses, but if you don't act on it, you're not going to go anywhere. And coaches and mentors are very valuable. They help you short circuit timeline drastically, but you still have to take action because you can spend money on a coach and mentor, but if you're not going to take action on what they tell you to do, you're still not going anywhere. Do you use a coach now? I have five coaches right now. I will pretty much invest in coaching and mentorship pretty much till the day I die because we're all living beings. Every living being is either growing or dying. There is no in-between. So I do everything I can to challenge myself in the seven areas of life to where I am growing. Example, you've seen people, I'm sure, that within a year of them retiring, if they're not dead, they're out of shape and despondent and not accomplishing anything. But a lot of people die right after retiring because they don't have anything to live for. They don't have anything to challenge them. And I'm not going to be in that position. Einstein said it. A problem cannot be solved from the same level it was created at. So I pay for mentors that are higher level. So when I create a problem, I've got higher level people that can help me solve it. Joe, are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Definitely. Let's do it. Joe, what's the best ever book you recently read? Best ever book I've read recently is Chasing Success by one of my mentors, Dr. Alok Trevetti. Because it truly helps you figure out that it's not about chasing money or success. It's about figuring out what you want out of life and living your life. What's the best ever way you like to give back? I love doing impact investing. And that's where you're giving. And most people listen to the language, give back. I don't give back. I give because I'm truly grateful and love. When you, you say give back, a lot of people give out of guilt. That's the same thing. I give because I truly am grateful for everything I have. And I have the abilities to make money. And I give because I'm grateful and I believe in that cause. I truly love helping single women and children. I help with one of my students has an excellent cause for battered women. I help with that. And then impact investing is where... Not only are you doing good for the community, such as building foreign student housing on different campuses to where foreign students have other foreign students from the same country to where they feel like they're at home and they're not alone and can assimilate into the university life. But not only are you doing good, you're making money in the process. Residential assisted living is another thing. You're able to help families 
take care of their loved ones without being in full-blown nursing homes to where they can have a little bit more of an independent life. And a lot of the residential assisted living facilities, those little communities become like family. They're friends that play cards and they actually have connection to where they can develop relationships and not feel alone versus an institutional nursing home type thing. Joe, how can the best ever listeners reach out to you? The best way to reach me is www.cowboyjoe.me. You can learn more about me and you can schedule a 20-minute call. I do a 20-minute consultation call to help you see if it's something interesting you want to learn land development. Or if you have a project that you need some help on, I give 20 minutes consulting for free to determine whether or not we're a fit and I can solve your problem. I did a 20-minute call recently that I actually saved two ladies from making a $600,000 mistake and didn't charge them anything. Now, of course, they took that knowledge and they're looking for additional projects. And the minute that they've got them lined out, they'll be calling me back. But I truly do love teaching people about this. Awesome. Joe, I got to thank you for being on the show today, sharing that tough story about your downfall and all the lessons that you've learned from it and how you bounce back. So thank you again for your time today. Ashley, it was an absolute pleasure. Again, I hope I add some value to you listeners. I truly do love reaching out and connecting with people. Yeah, thank you again. Best ever listeners, thank you so much for joining us and have a best ever day.